financial strife. Roommates for life. Roommates till we die. <laughs> Here we go. Wow, what a he world. He went there. We or went I there. did. Who Either did one. it? I, I don't know. Either way, we didn't record it. Ugh. Always miss that opening joke. We're uh, going to figure this out one of these days. Uh, MK? Timey. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Welcome to our freaking podcast, Roommates for Life. America's premier adult content podcast brand it's, poor lifestyle It's not sad. a comedy podcast. It's this not comedy. This is a lifestyle brand podcast for adult Pores. Content. Content. We got to get content in there somewhere. Content's always. Content. I've done We're making the content right now. When I opened, I said adult. It made it sound like it was a triple X podcast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, we all bang. (laughs) We do, yeah. Uh, But not each other. No. We're keeping it Christian. I would never never touch you or or myself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never touch myself. You've never touched yourself. We are a masturbation-free household, for sure. Get it out of here. Get it out of here. We don't want that smut. Especially because right now we're recording in our neighbor's house. Yeah, this is definitely (laughs) We definitely have to keep it uh, not X-rated. We have to keep it, uh, yeah, not X-rated. PG-13, so if I touch myself or you touch yourself, (laughs) you can't can't see it. When I think about you, I touch myself. Whoa! <laughs> oh, I don't want anybody chill. <laughs> wow, we've already gone off the rails What's, one minute in. What the hell's been going on with you? I missed you. I've missed you. Uh, I mean, we have seen each other a lot this week. Have we? Well, you've been busy. Not I've enough. been around. I've been sad in my room looking at a wall being like, why am I not more successful? Love it. Classic wall stare. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, I've been too busy being successful. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and I hate it. There's the faint sound of a gunshot in the background. <laughs> no, I've like, I've, I mean, I haven't worked like a solid like nine or 10 hours. Maybe ever. Ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm coming home and like I last week I passed out before 10 yeah. for the first time in years and I did that twice. Yeah. I mean, that's like, insane. Like not just going to bed, but mm-hmm. falling asleep while sitting up. I'm yeah, like, weren't Whoa. you supposed to go to a Halloween party with your girlfriend and you just were like, I can't do it. Oh, yeah. We. So, yeah, that was Thursday was like the. And end. tell everybody what your Halloween costume was because it was pretty good. Oh, incredible Halloween costume. Um, uh, we were dressed as the twins from The Shining <laughs> movies. Truly terrifying. I don't know. Also, that dress, like that dress, maybe pushed... actually more terrifying than the actual movie. Oh, we're gonna post it on yeah, our. Uh, we got to get it up on there. the Roommates for Life uh, Instagram account. Follow yeah. us, uh, Roommates for Life Pod. Pod. Uh, at Instagram, on in- at Instagram.com. At Instagram, yeah. <laughs> Hash backslash Facebook. We need some more content up there that's not just uh, pictures of the episode. We need yeah. some more like us. If you guys, guests, if anybody you know. wants to be our social media producer, you hit us up. Hit us up. Be hit our freaking producer. I'm too busy. MK's too sad. <laughs> we can't do it. I'm too sad. He's too damn sad. I'll tell you when I wasn't sad. That was what? in my improv 201 class. That's yesterday. right. What's been going on with you? Well, fun fact. I got 201. It. I know. I'm really moving on up. I'm a sophomore at UCB. He's so just a crazy exciting. sophomore. He can't drink yet, but. <laughs> can't drink yet, but one day. I uh, got in trouble for tagging someone out too hard in a scene. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? That's insane. I, I was just so excited. I think I went, 
Gillette. <laughs> and then the, the teacher like stopped the class. He's like, I just want to make sure, Justin, are you okay? MK really tagged you out very hard. MK, maybe don't tag out that hard. That is what is wrong with me? Wow. I don't know. It's insane. I mean, that's uh did did he was he hurt? No, he was fine. I I, I was like, was fine. Was a little, people being a little too sensitive, if you're asking me. I will caveat this that it was in. I was doing a makeup class because I missed. This is so boring. But I was in. A, <laughs> this is the most boring. Uh, improv. Well, welcome to improv talk with M.K. Paulson. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've lost our last listener. I did. <laughs> uh, Mom, come back. Mom, could you imagine this improv so bad that your mom won't even? My dad listen. has. Uh, he he texted me and he's like. Like, you guys are really hitting your stride. We're hitting it. Five but he's, 20 but he's, shows deep. He's like on episode five. So oh, okay. That's know. good. He doesn't know what's he coming. Even, he didn't know what the fuck's about to happen, old man. He's about to get broadsided. But anyway, I want to finish this thought. So I was taking a makeup class. So when you miss a class, you can like do a makeup. And yeah. it was, I did that. But it was so weird when you do that because like all these improv kids, they all have their like group and everybody likes. Oh, it's clicky. Yeah. And so it's like, it literally felt like being the new kid in school oh, and fuck. i like and they just and immediately you're just this tall gangly him. monster tall gangly white man that's like bigger than everybody else in the class by probably quite a bit i'm verified on facebook yeah. I, you know it's like you're coming in swinging a big old hog <laughs> huge hog just like a stand-up comedy hog which is actually pretty small pretty but small no it's smaller than the national average <laughs> <laughs> these ones are smaller than the average bear yeah penis okay anyway it was a weird experience I'm but sorry. yeah that's why i like tag somebody i just felt so like shamed in my improv you feel, class. yeah oh god i'm sorry pal. it's fine it's not a big so deal. so once you go back to the normal yeah, one so, will you have your other people? yeah my normal class is great and okay. then i made fun of the other class to my class so that felt good nice <laughs> <laughs> just really bring it all i mean you're just yeah Ugh. what a improv, world what a nightmare but Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's very exciting. Living, Will uh, you come to my graduation show? When is it? Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> no, I don't want you there. That would be No, so tell I everyone. Maybe don't. some of our, you know. Can we, got... we live stream it for the cast? Yeah, we got tens of thousands of listeners every day. Every so day. I want to fill up MK's uh, graduation class. <laughs> uh, what, when is it? I'll I, gotta, come. I don't even, I think it's November 20 something. November 20. It's a Sunday. I think it's a November 20. No. 24th? Yeah. I legitimately <laughs> will be in San Diego. Oh, at a, I'm doing a yeah, festival. A festival? Yeah. What festival? I don't know. It's some it's a new one. Mm. Uh, uh yeah, it's on like a, a, a docked boat. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, let's not waste any more time <laughs> on this Middlebury roundup. This is anything going on on the streets? Uh, uh I don't know. Let's Let's bring in our guest on this round. Should we do We've that? We've already been bantering for, what, six, seven minutes? Oh, That's enough for Well, everyone. guys, we're super excited to have him on today. You've seen him on Sarah Silverman's new show, yes. I Heart You, America. Is that? Love. I Love You, America. He had a great, com uh, I know, like a cartoon on it, right? It was an animated, yeah, short. I All right, guess. you're not supposed to talk yet. <laughs> uh, well, uh, he was voted the best comedian in Joshua Tree. Yeah, uh, you've seen him on Comedy Central, Colbert, and Colbert. also voted best comedian in Philadelphia, 1732. What does that mean? None of us know. You're the oldest person in the world. He actually has a time machine. Make some noise for Ahmed Weinberg. <laughs> 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 
How are you, my friend? I'm great. I'm just recovering from a little illness. Yes. I was in Denver. I got sick from a child Ah. that I was staying with. It was just me and a baby. Airbnb is weird now. Just you and a babe. So it's 40 bucks a night. You do have to take care of my child. You have to take care of my child while I do drugs. The second B in Airbnb actually stands for baby. So that is (laughs) Airbnb. Bath and baby? (laughs) Yeah. What's the first B stand for? Bed, bath, and baby? Bath and baby. Beyond. (laughs) (laughs) It brings us to our sponsor today. Yeah. Bed and breakfast. Yeah. Air, baby, and baby. Baby... I was staying with my old my friend my friend from college's older brother who I knew it wasn't that weird but he's a single father so it was just me and him yeah and the kid nice were is you he in dating in Denver <laughs> what'd you say you want to date him is he dating he other men yes really I met his girlfriend no no he's dating a woman <laughs> let me tell you woo but fooled me for MK yeah <laughs> I mean you could try I mean always am do you ever turn him. <laughs> I know. It must be hard. It is. It's a hard life. Once a man lacks pussy. Once a man's got the taste for (laughs) pussy. (laughs) It's like, can I interest you in a cock? Yeah. uh, Send it back. That's a different. I'm allergic. I am allergic. Anyway. (laughs) I was staying in his attic. And uh, this sounds like the spooky. It was really. I started writing a horror movie when I was there because I was like, everything that's happening is a horror movie. I mean, it does have a very shining esque vibe. I uh, watched, and the, I should know. Have you seen the Babadook? No, it's too scary. It the looks Babadook. too scary for me. I've been watching a lot of horror movies because I'm trying to write a horror movie. So I watched The Babadook, which is about a single mother with her child and the house is haunted. And I was yep. like, I got legit scared because I was like, this is the exact environment I'm in. I saw the previews for that. And I mean, there's m- certain movies where I just see a preview and I know that's going to be too scary. Yeah. And that was definitely one of them where I was like, there's no way I could handle this movie. Mm, it's it's not that bad. Horror movies always like they're scary horror. to a point until you see the thing or know what's happening, and then the rest of it's just kind of like a game and kind of sh- shocking and whatever. Yeah. See, that's a th- for me. Like, it's like improv. I don't. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I I haven't seen. I don't watch horror movies, and I think it's for two reasons. It's either one, they're like too good and they're too terrifying, or two, I'm just like completely taken out of it because I know this is all fake. And so it's like never. Like there's never. Yeah. Really you're very aware that you're watching yeah. a horror movie, or it's yeah, it's like too haunting. Yeah, the images. Yeah, I just it's too violent. Or I too get so like, my girlfriend loves horror. Movies, I'm weirdly like, obsessed really? yeah. with them yeah. because I grew up in this super religious you guys household. Date. What? <laughs> date my girlfriend. Watch horror movies. Simon's trying to set his girlfriend. What yeah. if I never stop bringing that up? Why is that so yeah. for the rest of the pod? Just forever. <laughs> Wait, so you're serious? Yeah, date, date my girlfriend. She seems cool. She's great. Yeah, she's great. No, nah, don't like date her, her. Lindsay. I love you. We're just joking around here. I'm actually meeting her. Date MK. Tonight, so. Ooh, yeah. Oh. Meeting the folks. Meeting the folksies. We'll um, see if they're horror fans. Well, so you were really into horror movies because you grew up in a a super religious household. So, like when I was a kid, I was I was terrified of everything. Mm-hmm. I was so sheltered and like. The idea of demons and ghosts, and I, I wasn't allowed to watch any horror movies. So when I would see a commercial for like the Blair Witch Project, it would fuck me up for like a week. I couldn't sleep just from the trailer. The, the trailer. I've always said this though. I think that uh, 
like they should not be allowed to show those previews on TV before a certain time. Because I'd be watching. Oh, at like, night. Yeah, because I'd be <laughs> watching like regular like ESPN. I'd be watching sports, and then they and then they show like the scariest preview for a horror movie. Yeah, and I'm like, if I was seven. This would traumatize me. Yeah. But you were 17, so it's kind of a... <laughs> this was last year. <laughs> he is 17 going on 75. <laughs> yeah, the audience is like, how the fuck old is this guy? <laughs> he is 1732, funniest person in Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And it was me versus Jiminy Snippets. <laughs> yeah. Who he would dance for shekels. He yeah, danced he, for shekels. Yeah, he did a lot of prop work, but with jacks. <laughs> I only won because he had typhoid. Yeah. Couldn't show up. He had to, yeah, he got taken out of the finals. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I was just like a a terrified kid. And when you have a religious parent, you're like, hey, I'm scared of ghosts and demons. And they're like, well, you know, you don't need to be because we have a Quran in our house that's open. (laughs) It's open. And that scares away all the demons and ghosts. So you're like, oh, that's real. And they're like, yeah, but don't worry because we have a Quran that's open. And that's and you're like, uh, well, so how it's did that real. You? It was terrifying. Everything about being re- raised religious yeah. fucks you. I mean, up. I think it's. A, I grew up very Christian, and like, right. I mean, we did. I still yeah. more terrifying than any haunted house I've been to are the hell houses that are like what they're like. What's that? Do you yeah. know what a hell house is? No. It's like a, it's like a church. Already creepy people, right? We'll like reenact <laughs> what hell is like. And you're just like walking through and you see like you see like a woman having a baby and it dying, or like you're seeing like somebody like in a car that's been hit by a drunk driver and they're just like, Help me. And then you're like, like there were some that were so insane. There's one that was like, you're walking across, like you actually go into hell, and it's like there's like people just screaming and being tortured, and they're like, Help. And you're like walking across. What kind like, of a person? I don't know. Devotes their whole life <laughs> mm-hmm. to just thinking of different fucked up scenarios to put in the hell house. Yeah, because that's someone's job. Is yeah, to, right. The Christian haunted house. The it's art terrifying. department of the hell house. Hi, I'm the art director of uh, North Texas's. Yeah, so yeah. I'm basically. Hi, just y'all. Hell I'm the house. art director of North Texas Premier Hell House <laughs> Savage Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> so I just that is so funny. It's a, it's How much bullish. blood do I put on this aborted fetus? <laughs> yeah. yeah, these are the decisions I'm yeah. making. Oh, you you got an old 1982 that actually was in a drunk driving accident. We would like that Ford. We would like to have that Ford. We would like that Ford. Give us that Ford. I don't know why I imagine her. She has like a head a headpiece oh, and she's, she's holding it. Yeah. She's for sure like hi y'all. Welcome to Cri- uh, Chili's. The biggest hair. Yeah, love it. I was trying to write a joke. Maybe maybe we can all write it together. Let's but write it right now. There should be an AA for people that grew up in like super religious households. Like yeah. a place to go where everyone can be like, hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My name is Ahmed, Starbucks name, John. Yeah. Uh, I was raised Muslim. My parents told me ghosts were real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you just like go through all the ways that you're <laughs> fucked up. Well, there is like, I mean, I don't know. Just so. Well, I wasn't. I'm sorry to interject. I wasn't raised religious at all, mm-hmm. and I think that fucked me. But up you were too. raised God, like spiritual, like almost the other. I mean, not, no. I mean, not that much. Like none of it was ever pushed on me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like my dad didn't believe in any sort of like 
any of that. My mom like did Wiccan ceremonies, but, <laughs> but like my mom did sacrifice small I mean, children. Like, was, mom, you know, so what? There was a lamb. We sacrificed yes, it every course, once in a while. We all ate it uncooked <laughs> afterwards. We didn't waste yeah. a thing. It was a normal Portland household. The entrails I mean, were the Portland. best part. <laughs> we're quirky. <laughs> we're quirky. Put a bird on it. Put a bird on that lamb carcass. Well, so this is okay. So this is my. Ignorance about uh, the Muslim faith. Here but we so go. Do, do you guys? Do you guys? Do you believe- guys are you guys all terrorists? So, or? No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, so that. this is Sandy with Savage Gardens, North Texas <laughs> Premier. We need We're some wondering Muslims if we could have a real chains. <laughs> <laughs> we need some Muslims to just walk around. Walk around, you know, just say their mumbo jumbo. Hi, my name is my my name is Mahatmas or whatever. <laughs> I'm Gandhi. That well, wasn't a Muslim. Okay, well, sure it wasn't. The thing. So <laughs> well, okay. every they're all the same in hell. They're all the same in hell. <laughs> potato, potato. That's terrifying. All right, I. Uh, <laughs> no, this is a funny character. This is this is a th- uh, Savage Gardens. <laughs> I love that it's Gardens. also the name of a band. Yeah, <laughs> one of the best bands of all ever time. of all time in hell. <laughs> Do you? Okay, so I ask this because in the Christian faith, right? Like there is the idea of hell. So like all of these evil things could actually exist. Yeah, and I know like Judaism, they oftentimes don't really like. It doesn't really like connect because they don't really believe in hell. They so don't, they don't no. necessarily. But so in the Muslim faith, is there like a concept of hell? Yes. And so it could be like within the realm of possibility that there is actually evil things. Yes. But it's all like, yeah, like I think everything is kind of non-physical in mm-hmm. a way. Like when we think of hell or like the way it's on like. Christian hell and Catholic hell is very physical. It's like all like torture, physical like, that's what I always thought. I could be wrong, but, like, you don't have a physical body in heaven or hell in Islam. Like, you are something else, like right. what you were before, like yeah. just a something being consciousness, you know, and you're either reunited with God or you're mm-hmm. in the depths of torture which isn't like you're not being like raped with coconuts you're being you're just like in some sort of insane what an image (laughs) (laughs) coconuts but so that's what i do think i do think like growing up like there were people in church that were like yeah no there are dark spirits yeah like that's terrifying there are jinns and there's like those are just like evil spirits yeah and there there are my mom has seen an exorcism Wow. Yeah. Because my mo- my parents had a guru, and the guru's from oh. Sri Lanka, and they would go to Sri Lanka. And when you're in Sri Lanka, it's like people are way more open to like the ideas of demons and things yeah. like that. And there are like just more common that there's like exorcisms and shit like that right. going on. So whatever that is, whether it's just people who have mental illnesses that they're just hitting with sticks <laughs> or, <laughs> or if they actually do have, yeah. you know, cause that's what the shit is, right? It's like, yeah. Witches probably were yeah. just women that had mental issues or something yeah. or, or were confident. Or were like, <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah. told me that the Salem witches were actually like, they were kind of like working with the native, like, uh, you know, the native uh, population and they like learning all their like sages and the different things they were using for medicines and stuff right. like that. And like, the yeah. That's what's so fun about horror to me. Yeah. It's like, it's just a study of all these ideas. Yeah. The, the things that people are scared of and I don't know, like, Making them real. I'll yeah. tell you what Showing I'm scared them. of, and that is aliens. Oh. Still terrifies me. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm is not really right? scared of ghosts, but yeah, it's because when I was growing up, we watched Unsolved Mysteries. Have Ooh. we talked about this before no. on the cast? 
Uh, we watched Unsolved Mysteries. We never talked about this in real life. I had no truly idea. terrified. I mean, wow, I like, you think you know someone? It's not. I think like my obsession with Star Trek has kind of like helped. You're obsessed with Star Trek. So obsessed, dude. I'm such a nerd. Like I'm not. I'm obsessed with Star Trek. Are you serious? Are you? I started watching Next Generation as soon as I turned yeah. thirty. Yeah, and I was. <laughs> It's crazy. Hell yeah. <laughs> I started playing golf and watching Next Generation like the in the minute, same week. The minute you turn 30. Yes. It all started ago. making sense. Yeah. Have you watched any of the like the new CBS series? No, no. I've oh, only dude. watched Next Generation. I'm obsessed with them. I like You I like Picard? I've watched all of yeah, TNG. Picard's great. I will say the new the new one is pretty badass. They look great. Cool. I mean, they're doing it now in like It's the, almost like if HBO did a yeah Star Trek series. it's like they're doing it like in the like long saga kind of like oh my God. eight episodes empty. Simon just dropped a coffee cup but it was empty, empty. <laughs> we all held our collective breath <gasps> but yeah they're doing like these equipment. long like season long arcs that are really like epic like they're epic stories that yeah are before it was all Star Trek all it was pretty even every single Star mm-hmm. Trek series has been like a procedural yeah yeah, yeah. so right, each episode right. is self-contained you, know, right. you don't have to see the last one to know what's going on with this but one. you this do have to know who the characters are Absolutely, right. you have to have some v- knowledge but of once everyone you have a basic understanding of the characters you can jump around yeah except for, sure. for the episodes with the Borg which were always pretty great those were pretty yeah those were actually more epic kind of and then like Deep Space Nine was weird in the last four seasons it was about the ongoing wars so I never know. watched Deep Space Nine Ugh. but I heard that's the best one Nah. Some people say it's the best. I actually love Voyager. I always oh, will. Wow. But Jesus I like a lady Christ. in charge. Yeah. Kate Mulgrew. She's she's great. She's still doing good stuff. Captain Catherine yeah. Janeway. Yeah. Oh, I know her. I, I know her person. <laughs> she <laughs> actually lived in this complex at one point. Yeah. She, <laughs> I'm so attracted to Helena Troy. I mean, just, yeah. she's hot, but also like... The counselor? Yeah. Balana. <laughs> Sorry, what's her name? Balana? Balana. Balana? No, that's Balana Torres. Yeah, what's Helena, right? Is it Elena? Elena's Helena. Right. Helena? Counselor Troy. Counselor Troy. Counselor Troy. That's all but I know. Not just that she's hot, but like they she's are. so good at I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> she's so good at listening. Like I, she would just sit down with me and like we could talk about my whole life, and she would never want me to stop talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, that's how I fantasize about women. Like, how much can I talk about me? Oh boy. Mm. Well, we got some issues, and they're all got nothing to and do she with can, Star Trek. But she can <laughs> she can already read your mind, so she doesn't even have to knows. ask you, but she still does. I I know. I um, <laughs> that's interesting. I was so hot. I I didn't know this about the alien thing for you. Yeah, uh, the aliens do creep me out, but it was because my grandparents in the fucking country. I think it was every Saturday night or Sunday night. Unsolved mysteries would come on at eight o'clock, and there was always and like literally the bedroom I would sleep in looked into the living room at the TV. Like if the door was cracked, I could kind of see and hear it. Oh, and they would. What it, what it, and it was shot always yeah movie it's so yeah it's beautiful <laughs> it was a uh, yeah and they every episode there was an episode where there were aliens that always come to a farmer in the middle of a field in yeah. the middle of nowhere and where are we at at my grandparents house yeah middle of nowhere <laughs> unsolved <laughs> yeah. mysteries it's like tonight aliens come to a small texas mm-hmm. farm Looking for one special boy who's staying at his grandparents' <laughs> Hit house. Me. Yeah. <laughs> What's that set? <laughs> he can see the screen through the doorway. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a first name, but everybody just calls him MK. Yeah. Oh, terrifying. I and then my parents were like weirdly into like my dad was always a Star Trek guy. Yeah. And I remember yeah. one year we went on a vacation, I shit you not, to Roswell, New Mexico. And we went to like the <laughs> alien crash site and like 
all this still kind of, I'm just like, what? <laughs> and there's so much alien stuff. We went to like supposedly where the alien crash site was. Wow. Did you, was there anything there? There's like a, there's just a couple of aliens. There's like a little hill thing. (laughs) And like, you could see like, oh yeah, maybe that's where a thing crashed. I don't know. Yeah. It was terrifying. And what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, my dad also, I don't know. I I forgot my, honestly, I forgot exactly what I was going to say. My dad did something that also, oh no, my dad and my brother were also weirdly into the alien autopsy. And that was terrifying. And I hated X-Files. X Files was scared. X Files scared the shit scared out of me, me growing so up. Much. Also, like, so I had I had a fear from probably the time I was six years old till I was almost ten, mm-hmm. and that is because at a friend's birthday party, uh, we rented some scary movies mm-hmm. on video, kids. <laughs> VHS. Yeah. That's a scary <laughs> There's cobwebs you rewind it. Yeah, you, if you, or you'd get a fee. You'd get a fee, but it really didn't stop people. <laughs> so you'd just turn on a movie, and it's in the third act. <laughs> it's just Bruce Willis saying, I'm dead. <laughs> You're like, fuck. Yeah. I'm a ghost. Um and so, yeah, so we rented a few movies, and one of those movies, six years old, was the first Alien. Oh, those! my brother was really into those, Oh, too. those are so good. And so, and so, seriously, the scene where it pops out of the guy's chest, mm-hmm. I thought that somehow that could happen to me, oh. <laughs> and that something was growing inside me and going to pop out, because just the concept of, like, uh, of like a spore, like a vi- like some a bug that just like yeah. implants something that for some reason that concept scared me more. And then yeah. also, you know, it's like the most realistic shit I'd ever seen. Yeah, as a, as a seven years, six, seven years old, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's great. Like when I had already seen violent movies by that point, you know, like I'd already watched like Die Hard and. And I had already seen the second Alien before that Aliens, one. But Aliens isn't as scary as Alien. It's, I mean, Aliens is like an action movie. Yeah. Alien. And it's a different director, and it's like a totally yeah. different vibe. Totally different vibe. The mm. first film is very slow and kind of dark. It's and, a horror film, yeah. essentially. It's amazing that films were much slower back then, like in the 70s. Like, p- audiences just had more patience to, like, sit and watch something and get scared. Yeah. Did you ever, what, like, a Space Odyssey? I love 2001. Like that, yeah, like, that opening sequence is just, like, watching. Yeah. Like, the primates just. That's the closest thing I've actually had to a religious experience <laughs> in my life is really? watching. Space my, Odyssey? Yes. My, wow. my friend saying, it was playing at the Arclight, like, some mm-hmm. re-release in 70 millimeter. And my friend was like, you have to get really stoned, go to the dome where it's oh. playing, sit in the front row yeah. in the center, and literally your entire view of field from your eyes is the movie. You can't look anywhere that's not the movie oh. and watch that movie. And I had seen clips of it like yeah. in college and whatever, but I sat and watched that like all the way through. And there's an intermission, <laughs> actually, but like... That movie like kind of spoke to me in this way yeah. that was like very profound wow. and made me feel like okay Kubrick is actually on another level yeah. and has something to say about us. Yeah. But that movie to me is just about the unknown and how we can't actually understand whatever that black obelisk represents to you. Yeah. It could be God, 
It could be the mystery. It's just a. It's just like here, place. It's like an empty slate. It's like put whatever you want here. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought he was saying. But yeah. I do think that movie today would never be made in that form. I don't know. I feel like that's what they were trying to do with um, that Brad Pitt movie that we just saw. Oh, life. What's it called? Yeah, what was that? Chicks? It was that good. Ad Astra. Ad Astra. That ass though. That ass though. Ad Astra was great. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I you know whatever. It's here's my problem. I think I can always tell when a movie didn't know what it wanted to do <laughs> when it has with the ex- with the exception of a few movies, only a few, and countless movies have done this. But this is the sure thing that a movie didn't doesn't know what it wanted to do and then did this in post when it has the main character narrating the story. Mm. When there's narration, it means that they didn't <laughs> never, know. Yeah. It means they didn't know how to tell the story without telling you what it is. And that's what I thought. It immediately took me out of it. There's some great scenes. Yeah. The the uh, the camera, the cinematography, I thought was great. There's some shots. It had some clever premises, you know, like yeah. when they go to the moon and there's like a, what is it? Uh, the moon chase? Oh, like yeah, the, the car chase. No, no, when there's a, just like the advertisements oh, at right, the moon. right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that, you know, it was good stuff, and that chase was great. But overall, yeah, I was like, but I, I, I felt like they were trying to do, they were trying to make a contemporary yeah. space uh, 2001. I in a way. What was the one movie where they're like in the the space? This movie? is a movie podcast. This now. is now a movie podcast. <laughs> well, I love movies so much. Yeah. Like any podcast I go on, just turns into this. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's great. I mean, Simon's been in some shorts I've made. That's right. Yeah. Oh. You just reshared that. That was a good. That was a good move. Thanks, man. Good move on your part. Raspberries is still my pride and joy. Oh. I'll never top raspberries. Yeah. It was a nine minute short you made what, like four or five years ago? Yeah. I thought you were gonna say four or five million. <laughs> you made four, I made or, five four or five million dollars. Yeah, what did you make like four or five million off of that? <laughs> but it cost, you know, eight to make. So. Yeah, so we're in the hole, folks. <laughs> yeah, we're deep in the hole. What's your Venmo? <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was a fun movie to make because the script was like three pages long. Yeah. And the movie was like 10 minutes long. Uh. So it was just a conceptual script. Yeah. And we just kind of shot a lot of footage and it was my first time working with this DP who now I work with on everything. Yeah. And we were just like conceptualizing shots while we were there mm. all day. And that was so fun to just yeah. be like, what could happen next? And yeah. And Joe Marisi as the lead big star. Big big fan. Joe, Joe. Maurice's great. Yeah. And the scene, I'm only in like it's just one scene and Joe Maurice, he goes into uh into a cafe and it's all it has the menu, it's just like pictures of things. Have you not seen it? I haven't seen it. Oh man, I want to I want to share it with you. We should put it up on well. We'll put yours. it up. We're putting up a lot of stuff. Okay. You're the first guest who's gonna get a lot of stuff on our Ooh. on our permanent wall I love that. Yeah, b- basically the concept of the movie is like. Well, on that note, we have to take a break. Oh, you got cliffhangered. You, you got, got cliffhangered. cliffhangered. You got cliffhangered. <laughs> we'll be right back with that description of the movie. We love you. Ooh. My name is Jack Roswell, and I am the owner and proprietor of. Jack Roswell's tiny, tiny shack holes. 
Uh, we're having a decent sale this week. It's not great. Uh, maybe we'll have a better sale the week after, but this week is it's fine. We're sa- you can save about 3%, so not much. But come on down to Jack Roswell's Tiny Shack Hole. What the hell is a tiny shack hole? That's a good question. That's actually a great question. We can put a hole in your shack. So if you got a shack, you want to see what's going on in there, but you don't want whatever's in there to see that you're seeing what's going on in there, we'll put a tiny hole in that shack. You can look in, kind of just take a peek, take a gander, let us know what's going on in there. You can write on our forum, uh, tinyshackhole.net. Anyway, I'm Jack Roswell. That's my name. Tiny Shack Hole's my game. Come on through. We're in Glendale. You know it. Man, I love doing Simon. It's funny. It's <laughs> funny. Who doesn't love doing Simon? I love our sponsors. They're, we're getting some good ones these days. We got some good commercials coming in. Yeah. Sponsorships have really started. Have you to been to up. that shack hole place? <laughs> oh, can't wait to go. Can't, it's it's hard to get in. Yeah. There's it, a few holes. Almost impossible. You can look through. Yeah. I love how you never quite know how good the sale's going to be. Yeah. You got to you gotta <laughs> Some go week there. it's great. Some weeks it's great. Some You're week, never going to know. Some yeah. week it's some, bad. Some week, one week. Uh, so we left. I love how they advertise how bad the sale is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the best way to do it. That's the way you want to lead with. <laughs> We're having a. It's a fine it's sale. It's a fine it, sale. We're staying in business. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we ain't going out of business. We ain't going out. No, people want these holes. We're not. Uh, so we left on a you know whoa. Cliffhanger. Mm, cliffhanger. And that was about you talking about your art. <laughs> it was about a pretentious man telling you what his movie's about. <laughs> but I mean, I, I had a great time doing it. Well, it's a fever dream, basically. Oh. Yeah. I, be- I was having these dreams, and I still have them, where you wake up early at like seven, yeah, and you don't have to be up, so you're like, I'm going back to sleep. Ooh. And then you have a weird, fucked up, stress dream kind of oh, thing, yeah. where mm-hmm. like... All of your fears and anxieties are like I would have appearing. Those, I would have those a lot when I would work really early and then take a nap after work. It's always like you go back to sleep. Yeah, I would take a nap in the middle of the day. I mean, I, you know, it, like a two-hour nap. Yeah, and just have the most fucked-up dreams. Wake up covered in sweat. Yes, <laughs> just mm. like Bleh! I sweat so much during naps. It's insane. <laughs> nap sweat. Nap sweat. <laughs> Come in to get you. That's part of the. Uh, that's part of the Christian hell. Yeah, nap sweat. Here's a bucket of nap sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't nap. Hi y'all. This is Savage Garden. <laughs> we just we hear you're selling you some nap sweat. sweat. <laughs> yeah. We want to buy every bucket we can get. <laughs> a little bit through the shack hole. <laughs> uh, Pull a nap uh, sweat through your shack hole. So wait, so this whole short is just based on on but, crazy fever dreams that you've had. I just wanted to make a short. I mean, Joe Marisi is a comedian who like has these great bits that are like very absurd. Yeah. And don't make sense, but they do for him. Yeah. So and they make me it made me feel like, oh, this is very dream like oh, his right. bits where he just talks about how he is Batman. Like oh. not as a joke, like I'm like Batman. Like he's his comedy is like I am Batman. Yeah. And yeah. here's why. Because I 
because I'm mysterious. Mm-hmm. I have thick facial hair. <laughs> like reasons that don't have anything to do with Batman. <laughs> yeah. It kind of just generally, you're like, oh yeah, these are kind of like Batman vibes yeah. or something. Yeah. He makes me laugh so hard. Yeah. So it's kind of like this weird subconscious comedy or something that I love about Joe. So yeah. I was like, these, I'm just going to take a couple of his bits. I'm going to make this weird fever dream where Joe thinks he's Batman. He's walking around kind of dressed like Batman, but not really. And everyone's just like tormenting him on how he's not Batman and how yeah. he and now he's a loser and how this and that and like he can't Sounds find Sounds like love. the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> the Joker. Yeah, it is kind of like yeah, cuz at the end he kills everyone. Yeah. Oh. No, that's not no, true. No, he doesn't. Do that. <laughs> He doesn't oh, do it. I no, don't do it. It has a nice ending. Yeah, it does have a very Aww. nice um, sweet um, ending. But I use like. Simon as like this pivotal moment where he, he goes to this cool <laughs> coffee shop that's supposed to be like a pretentious hipster coffee shop where you like don't know what to order. Was Simon the barista? No. Oh. No. <laughs> Did you refuse? No, because I didn't. I had Andrew Michon and Brody Reed as the barista and oh, Simon just tries to order a coffee and they just like laugh at no. him. They're like, <laughs> we don't. Joe we don't. does. Joe does. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Joe tries to order coffee, and they're like, we don't have coffee. And yeah. It's like, they obviously do. Andrew Michon, Brody Reed, perfect yeah, people. Perfect barista. Yeah. baristas. They're yeah, just yeah. laughing at him, and then he orders an apple, and then Simon comes out of the kitchen. Wearing like a, an apron <laughs> and a greased up t-shirt, you know? And he's just like screaming, laughing. Just I like, laugh, so I'm like, what is an apple? And, and then, then just like... This idiot looking a fucking moron. You know? <laughs> the best part of filming with Simon is you just you figure out the frame, and you're like, "Here's how Simon enters in a funny way," and then just go. <laughs> I'm like, just, 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 just yeah. Hey, Simon, just make fun of this guy and what he just ordered, <laughs> and Simon will go for ten minutes and just die <laughs> coughing, laughing, screaming. You yeah. get that pure insanity. It was out good. Of it. it was fun. Yeah. So. Thank you. Uh, hey, thank you. You bring it. I always bring it. It's part of the problem. Well, <laughs> shall we move on? Yeah, let's let's actually do. We've been talking uh, for thirty minutes. Let's about scary movies. Let's do what the podcast is: the roommate story. So this is a segment every week. We like to get some uh, listener submitted stories. Yeah, and we've and been getting some good ones. We've been getting some good ones. Okay. So Simon's gonna act it out. We're gonna have some commentary at the end. Yeah. So buckle up. Yeah. If you want to jump in at any any point, yeah. yep. please do. I'm here. Uh, if any of our listeners want to just Venmo me, Simon <laughs> dash Gibson dash. Uh, do you realize you... dash Weinberg? I will scream in public, by the way. Oh, for, yeah. For yeah, money. we got to talk, talk about that. We'll talk about that. Wait, say your, say it again. Ahmed dash Weinberg. A-H-A-M-E-D. Love it. M-K? And I'm at Marcus dash Paulson. P-A-U-L-S-E-N. Love I'm it. not going to plug my socials, just my Venmo. Just, your just Venmo. the Venmo. And I can't stress this enough. <laughs> Simon Dash Gibson Dash. Thank you so much. Uh, so this uh, roommate story comes in from Danny, uh, a guy I, I knew. Uh, he used to run a show in Portland, Ooh. and that's how I first met him. And now I, I believe he still lives in New York, where he, he moved to uh, a few years ago. Love you, Danny. Uh, so here's his story. I moved in with this person in 2009-ish. We had lived in a larger house with other people, and when her boyfriend decided to break up with her, 
I just decided to tag along with her since I needed a new roommate anyway, and the lease on our old place was ending. For context, name redacted, was one of those people who, whether they meant it or not, was living her life like Zoe Deschanel, R.E. 500 Days of Summer, which had just come out. Nice. I haven't seen that. <laughs> I, like, I actually haven't seen it either, so I, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about, but I get it. <laughs> she went to the Pacific Northwest College of the Arts in Portland, Oregon, had a small dog that hated me, and was from one of those weird Central California towns that are either in the process of becoming a ghost town or are on fire. Hollister, California, in this case. <laughs> Burn in hell. That's where she's from? I think so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she also was absolutely terrible at money. I can't stress this enough. Thank you for making this long. Because it's like, we need we need a lot to work with. Some people, it's like three sentences. I'm like, I can't do anything with that yet. Yeah. Also, it's about me. Okay. Her money routinely went to either alcohol, cigarettes, or weed with the scraps eventually forming what was our rent, which also couldn't have been more than $800 at the time for a two-bedroom. Jeez. God damn it. 800 each? 800 total. No. Yes, that was Portland. Oh, back in the day. Dude, when I moved here from Portland (laughs) 12 years ago, I had a... I had a one-bedroom apartment. Simon's tangent on rent prices. I mean, in the middle, I, of, in fucking, the middle of a segment, it just yeah. it'll go on. This it fucking doesn't. town. <laughs> I go on Zillow. It makes me sick. <laughs> I had a one-bedroom apartment on Thirtieth and Belmont, which is like one of the coolest, one of the coolest places in Portland. One bedroom. It costs six cents a year. On uh, six. Six cents on the dollar. I got four percent back. You literally this morning were like, I was looking up that like property in Portland to oh, see how much it costs. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm. I I could not wait to yeah. move back. I'll tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. That's the whole dream for me. Get successful enough so that I don't have to live here. Anyway, <laughs> while she was the one, <laughs> while she was the one sending the rent checks. I was in You charge. don't have to be successful <laughs> to live in a place with cheap rent. That's the beauty of the place with cheap rent. You're like I you could just make you know $1000 a week working somewhere and just live in Portland now. $1000 a week sounds incredibly successful. In Portland? Here. <laughs> That's true. That's- 4 grand a month? Are you, you kidding can, me? Yeah, but you can make 1000 a week doing Postmates. Or Uber. No way. No? I don't think hey, you can. You did both of those back in the day. Did you ever make a thousand a week? Well, what I would have to do is this is when I was the brokest I've been. Yeah. I would have to rent my apartment on Airbnb mm. like two weeks out of the month and do postmates the whole month. No shit. Yeah, so I wasn't even living in the apartment that I was paying for. Where were you living? I would crash with friends. Oh, wow. Yeah. This was like the lowest time because I, I worked in production for like six years. Yeah. And then I quit to be like, no, I'm a comic. You know, like yeah. this, it was just too much. It was too much work and the money was good and I was just getting too comfortable. And I was like, fuck this. I need to be an artist. Yeah. Terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> but then I got, then I was like really broke and had the studio to pay for and just yeah. had to like really resort to that. Wow, for a while. that's yeah. nuts. It was fucked up. 
Anyway, go on. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not at all it's just about funny the story. To like, I it's can't... just about our we're using this as a Every vessel. Every <laughs> single roommate story devolves into us just talking about, about rent prices. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's why we do the podcast, goddammit. Back to the story. While she was the one sending the rent checks, Ahmed just put on glasses. We're getting serious. While she was the one sending the rent checks, I was in charge of utilities, and getting money from her was like pulling teeth. Keep in mind, our utilities couldn't have been more than $100 a month. A typical month usually started with me casually mentioning bills and then devolved into me begging for what was essentially $50. At one point in time, she claimed to be so broke that she, that she suggested we get on the PGE utility payment plan which is something that I felt shitty doing since we'd essentially be removing that possibility for others. The breaking point was some point in fall, I think, where after weeks of asking for bill money, I just decided to say fuck it and stop paying the bills to prove a point. Nice. <laughs> that's the way to deal with <laughs> it. Yeah, that uh, makes no sense. After like four weeks of progressively threatening letters from PGE, Portland General Electric, I got a text message saying, Danny, they turned the power off, to which I said, yes, I needed utility money, and I never got it. I get home to a dark apartment and see a slight flickering in the corner. <laughs> Redacted looks at me with a crazed look on her face and says, I bought candles. <laughs> the power was turned on three weeks after that. Hope that's not too much of a tomb, but I figure you can relate to elements of it since it was Pacific Northwest based. Yeah. Danny. PG&E. I, a... I sure can. Yeah. Uh, I one time <laughs> lived in a house with four roommates and our, our heat came from oil. We had an oil furnace. Oh my God. Are you serious? In the basement. Wow. And I remember the four of us all bought $200. And that was the minimum that wow. it cost to fill the oil. It did not even last a month. That's insane. In the winter. And we ended up not, I we didn't have heat. Yeah. So that's why that Hanukkah story is bullshit, man. Yeah. We were heating our house, just turning the oven on. Because <laughs> that was gas. Yeah. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You just so opened the gov oven door. That's nuts. Yeah. We did a, one time when I was in DC. It was that snowpocalypse year. There was a really cold year, and our like we lived in an old row house, and our electricity, our like heating bill, when we got it was like six hundred dollars one month just for two of us. We realized after a couple months, we just didn't turn the heat on for a while. We realized we hadn't been changing the vents. And like you have like the heater vents oh. were too dirty to let anything go through. <laughs> and we just like we're living in cold because we didn't realize you had to change the vents. Wow. Or filters. I guess it's the filters, the heater filters. Damn. I have my apartment right now is like it's a it's kind of a not that cheap, but it has utilities included. Like oh, all nice. utilities. Oh, so that's great. all summer the AC is on all yeah. summer. <laughs> And then nice. winter, so like, nice. yeah, I just, I don't have to think about that. That's yeah. so nice. Such a beautiful... I mean, it's just, you know, the earth and all that. <laughs> I don't care. He doesn't uh, care. He doesn't care. I'm vegan. <laughs> I can run that AC yeah. that for does, the rest of my life. Yeah. That does cancel it out. It's true. He yeah. ain't lying. 
Yeah. Uh, you live in like, uh, yeah, I've actually never been to your place. Is that true? No, never. But, oh, man. I mean, we hang out. I just don't go to your place. You should come over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you live in a, it's a nice spot. It's a studio. Yeah. Yeah. Studio. Yeah, I had to move in there after a terrible breakup. Yes. Where I was. Oh. Oh, it brings it all back. Well, I was, I, yeah, because, uh, you know, we need, I mean, that, thank you, Danny, for the roommate Thank you, story. Danny. Thank you, Danny. Hope your uh, old roommate doesn't listen to the podcast, but I assure you, they do. <laughs> um, <laughs> listening to it by candlelight. Yeah, by candlelight. Still by candlelight. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, you've had roommate. You're living alone now, but like you've, I mean, yeah. living in LA, you've lived with a bunch of people, I'm sure. Yeah, I lived with all sorts of people. Give but, us the dirt. Um, <laughs> name names. No, don't. Maybe don't name names. The one roommate story that I have is like moving in with my girlfriend. Mm. And she was my first girlfriend, mm. and I was like 23, 24. Okay. Anyway. God, I can't believe I've, uh, sorry, I've known you for so long. <laughs> I know. I thought you were going to mention the rent again. <laughs> yeah, I just can't believe how much rent is now. It's crazy. <laughs> so my girlfriend at the time, there was this house in Silver Lake that like, I just knew of that just had a revolving door of people that just would live there and pay. Mm -hmm, it was mm -hmm. like pretty cheap. Yeah. It was like a nice house. My girlfriend, I got her in there when she was looking for a place. And then when we decided to move in together, I moved into this house with her. Mm. So we lived in a house with like a bunch of other people mm -hmm. and we were sharing a room and it wasn't that small. So it wasn't that bad, but the dude who lived next door to us was like this really hot guy and <laughs> he was like jacked and was In also the room next to you. Yeah. Like, like the wall next to our bed, we Got could it. hear him in his bedroom and he would have crazy sex all the time Wow, with women. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I have like a glass up to I the wall. I feel like if it had been men, you would have felt a lot better. About this. <laughs> I would have because it was like my girlfriend and I, this was my first girlfriend. Yeah. And like we just didn't have the best sex. Like I don't know what it was. Mm. I've had girlfriends since that I'm like, oh, this the sex is great. I don't know what the difference is. But with her, right. it was bad and difficult mm. yeah, and kind of cumbersome. Yeah. And Come. Bursa. Without a lot of that. <laughs> Without too much of that. So we were dealing with like this weird sex life. And then your neighbor... Or constantly, your... through the window, just multiple orgasms like all night. It was just unbelievable. And, and my girlfriend, who I'd be lying next to after we finished... My version of sex, yeah, which was like, you know, just pretty quick on and the bad. Forehead. Yeah, the old quick and bad. The old quick and bad. <laughs> we just have to lay there. There were no options. We couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't sleep anywhere else. We were stuck there. This sounds like my worst nightmare. And we would just, just listen to this, and my girlfriend would be like, "Oh, she's faking it," like trying to make me feel better, you know? Yeah. But anyway, that was. Wow. That was fucked up. I can't believe you had a roommate that terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that guy sounds like a real piece of shit. He was not the best roommate. I mean, he yeah, was... Yeah, what about him, too? I'll bet he wasn't, like... He uh, was just kind of drunk and high all day and was an actor and was delusional and 
had nothing to say that was interesting. And and the way you would get on his good side is to be like, oh man, you're going to be a great actor. You're going to be a famous one day. He'd be Just like, feed his ego. He'd be like, fucking thank you, dude. Like, that's, <laughs> he's like, it's basically what I'm doing every day, all day with <laughs> yeah, <what> I mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We actually got evicted from this house. That, that was another crazy thing because this girl like wanted a dog so bad. Mm. And so we went out, we found some thing on Craigslist that was like, come get a purebred Rhodesian Ridgeback. Rhodesian? Oh. <laughs> Rhodesian. <laughs> so we went to the fucking South Central somewhere and bought a dog. The oh. two of you? Yeah. How long had you been together? Before we moved in was a year. Oh, oh okay. So okay. season one, great. Oh, I love season one. Season one. You got no expectations, season one. Yeah. You're getting surprised. Yeah, every day was like, oh my God, this person's amazing. Yeah, what a great Beautiful. show. So we got this puppy, and um, the puppy oh. wasn't a purebred, obviously. It was some <laughs> fucked up <laughs> mutt. Rhodesian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it was also just psychologically in a bad place this yeah. dog where we couldn't leave it alone yeah oh no it would kind of shit everywhere and just freak Ugh. out and howl and try to get out of whatever room we put it in horrible so it would scratch the doors just incessantly for hours destroying the door mm. frames in every room of this house oh my god so we eventually got evicted because of the dog and <laughs> I was I was kind of like okay cool now we can get our own place because now we yeah. I don't have to listen to this fucking stud every night. Yeah. So wait, you guys got evicted or did you get everyone in that house evicted? We got evicted because whoever held the lease for the owner who wasn't even around was like, look, sorry, this dog is just ruining this house. Oh, like yeah. we yeah. can't have this dog here. Well, that makes sense. So you guys <laughs> were the shitty roommates. Yes. <laughs> Not the guy banging uh, every night. Yes. He was a good roommate. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really true. set the bar high for you. We were the guys who everyone would kind of hang out and be like, oh, my God, they have this dog. And like, it's just. I don't remember this part of your life at all. Did and you I... ever meet her? I I feel like I did. She yeah. was a redhead. Yeah. In, in passing, for sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe she might have like come to a, a show or something like maybe once yeah. or twice. But yeah, I never, I never hung out with you guys. Yeah, because she wasn't really into like the comedy scene. It was kind of like, um, it was a tricky relationship. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the first ones always are. Yeah, I think I was dealing with my own relationship. But another, too. yeah, it was like you know you're sheltered from like horror mm -hmm. movies when you're a kid. You're also sheltered from like relation having a girlfriend. Yeah. So like when you're you're older, you're suddenly like watching horror movies and getting in bad relationships. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Is one giant horror well, film. Well, we got to move. I'm, I'm sorry. We're I, running out of time. I know we're running out of time, but I just have to. So what ended up happening with the relationship and with that dog? We moved into this weird. We moved into an apartment in Highland Park. That was like a great apartment with a backyard. But still, the dog was a huge issue. Like, yeah. I remember we yeah. would go out, and the dog would somehow... If you left a window open, the dog would somehow get out the window, like, through the screen. We would come home, and the dog would just be in the middle of the street. Yeah. Like, screaming. Jesus like, crying. Christ. Like, where the fuck 
are my parents. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like a crazy codependent relationship between my girlfriend and the dog. Because yeah. they, oh. they, yeah, like it would sleep in the bed and it was just like, they were just inseparable. So then, of course, when she would leave, it would the freak dog out. Would. Didn't yeah. like you as much. No, the dog liked me more. That was also a, an issue because they were codependent. But then I was like, cool, calm dad. Yeah. Who was just around sometimes and was like, the coolest yeah so when we broke up which was an awful breakup as i I was leaving the apartment for good and the dog literally ran outside and jumped in the car with me the dog was like take me with you please and i had i couldn't you couldn't she ran to the car like crying and grabbed the dog and brought it back into the apartment then i Went to work. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's a hilarious story. Wow. Is it? No. <laughs> These are, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's the thing, though. It's like once you bring an animal or, you know, God forbid, a kid mm-hmm. into the relationship, it gets, yeah. so, it gets so murky. Yeah. I'm glad I learned the lesson with a dog, not a human. Yeah. No shit. Right? Yeah. Um, well, wishing both of them the best. Yes. They are lovely people. Uh, well, shit. I mean, we've this has been so good. We've like gone. We've gone long. We've gone How long, long have we gone? We're we're almost at an hour. Yeah. Oh, um, we got to do confrontation corner. We got to we got to do it. We got to do it. I have a quick one. Oh, you got a quick. I got a quick one. Fuckhead, you're stupid. Confrontation corner. We're gonna figure out a song at at one point. My confrontation for you, pretty simple, pretty straightforward. You owe me fifty-two bucks for the electricity and i was reminded because of the story we listened to that you read oh i can't believe that i think it's actually pg and e yeah that you owe me 52 dollars. do it now (laughs) here's my confrontation yes venmo me right now i want to watch i got a hey shut up i got a confrontation to you it's actually 77 bucks, <laughs> you fucking moron. I owe you 77 bucks. 52 for the electric, and then another 25 Yeah, because I just straight up borrowed $25 from you. Yeah. And, wow. And I can't believe yeah. that you would do that. Well, I wasn't going to say anything about the 25 because I figured you'd get that to me at some point. No. But this is like the electricity. You. I'll never forgive you for that one. <laughs> what was that 25 for? Uh, I needed weed. <laughs> I knew it was drugs. <laughs> I felt it. Yeah. Simon and Nobody I do borrows have... $25 for anything other than drugs. Yeah. <laughs> other than, other than a, a, a nice, yum, yum, tasty mm. treat. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, I forgive you. Thank um, you. I forgive you. Well, but actually, no. I don't. You need to Venmo me. I'll Venmo you right now. How about that? <laughs> you should have a grudge with me, Simon. Why? Because I... First of all, cut the raspberries. I I cut. I didn't cut you out of raspberries, uh, but I cut it down. Uh huh. And the Stefan Deb uh, web series. Oh yeah. We had to cut him out of. Yeah. No. It wasn't my choice, but you should be pissed off. I was pissed off. <laughs> well, were you mad at me? No, I wasn't mad at you. If we have her on, I'll confront her about that. <laughs> I wasn't the editor. Yeah. But well, I was in the editing room, and according to the other person who made it, yeah, uh, you know, it wasn't their choice either. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, you don't have choice over your own thing? Get out of here! It was anyway. <laughs> I'm Venmoing <laughs> MK right now. Fifty-two or seventy-seven? 
77, bitch. Hell yeah, I'm rich. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't ask, but I am so broke. Yeah. I'm the most broke person. I want I want you to see right now. What's hey. the caption? Are you doing a good caption? I just wrote Scrape. stuff. Oh, okay. Scrape, scrap. And it's declined. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh-oh, I got it. Nice. Wow, miracles do happen. Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> hey, thanks, Danny. You saved... Thanks, Danny, for reminding me <laughs> Simon owes me money. Well, that's interesting that you bring it up. I don't... I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. I didn't care. I didn't care that I was... I, like, I would have been bummed if I would have been cut out. And I don't think it was your job to tell me, but I was hurt that nobody told me. Yeah. And then I had to find out by watching every single episode... And being like, oh, cool. Yeah. And also flip that around. And yeah. if I would have done that to this other person, I mean, it would have been freaking World War Three. It would have been nuclear. If you would have done, oh, 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 I see, I see, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, just tell but me. But she likes to, this person. <laughs> <laughs> who I love. Who we love. Yeah. She, I think she likes to confront people, and it's like in a fun, jokey way. Where she'll be, she'll reach out to me and she'll be like, "Why haven't you had me on your show, you piece of shit?" Yeah, like that kind of thing. Well, I did that to you too. I yeah. said, "Put me on your show, or I'll kill myself." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I literally texted you that. Oh wow! Oh good. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, what's your confrontation with with uh, us or anything? People should con- confront me because I haven't had so many people on my show. And here's the thing Listen. about. My show. Yeah, tell it. It's at the Lyric Hyperion, and it's hard to get a fucking crowd. Uh-huh. So I have to book like Famous three people. big names, yeah, yeah. and then I'm doing a set, and then I'm putting so much work into this. Yeah. Uh, God of co- I mean, God bless yeah. me. Yeah, what are you supposed to do? Not this is do a charity work. Set? I'm not making money. Yeah. I get two spots a month. They're both my shows. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's how it feels sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna put myself on. There's two other producers. They get to do sets. I basically have one spot a month to give to friends. Yeah. And sometimes it's it's hard. And yeah. I have a long list of people, and I want to get everyone well, on it. And that list only keeps adding too. And yeah. A- and then people reach out to me, and I have to do this dickhead thing where I'm like, I would love to have you on. It's a monthly show. It's gonna take a while. And then they're like, Oh yeah, I have a monthly show too. I totally get it. And they're kind of saying like. Yeah, you've done my monthly show. So, oh, yeah. you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's a, I so run a awkward. weekly, though, and it's not, it's still like, and that's the double side to like running a show. It's like, I don't, like, people, I don't know. It's just hard to get everybody up. And like, I'm getting so many emails now asking to do the show. And I'm like, I just, I have five, it seems like a lot, but I only have five spots a week. Yeah. You know? And if I don't know who you are, or you haven't come to my mic, or you haven't come to hang out at the show, I'm like, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I want a Stop. weekly show with five spots. I mean, because I, I just feel like I just want to book everyone I know well, all we, the time. We Let's start a weekly well, show. We still Let's have do it. A, really? Let's start a weekly show. I've got an idea. Where? What? There's I this vegan too. supermarket called Besties. Uh-huh. And they do like cool DJ nights or whatever. Yeah. But I think they're cool and they would, they're, it's like a it's like a weird little vegan supermarket. That's a good spot. I mean, I'm down. I'm down. What's now? your idea? I mean, I, oh, I and don't. it's called Besties. I mean, you just call the show Besties. Well, I mean, you know, I I started. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. You know, I I pretty much me and uh, and Greg, Megan Rice, and Jeff Suing, 
two those two people don't even live in LA. We basically started the workout room. Uh-huh. And I and now the the workout room is like a whole other thing. It's on a Friday. When we started, it was always on a, I know we got to wrap it up. It was always on a Wednesday. <laughs> it was always on a Wednesday. The workout room when it was at Leah's house. Yeah, yeah. Leah K. Janian came on later, but but once we started doing it at her house on a Wednesday, that show became like it was hot. Instrumental in my development as a comedian. Yeah. Because I was doing ten minutes every, every week Wednesday. and mm-hmm. pretty much bombing three out of four of those weeks. Yeah. But that one week I would get stuff that that made it into the act. I created that dumb matrix act out yeah. at the workout room that I ended up doing for like two years. So I want another I want another workout show. Workout uh, show. Like that. So you heard it here first. We're you starting heard it. shows. We're starting shows. We're making movies. Let's do it though. We're making amends. I'm down. Okay, cool. As soon as this thing's done in two weeks. Okay. I, I'm only I'm gonna talk to them. I'm only doing it for two more weeks and then like honestly I have some free time. Great. <laughs> um, so, wow, we did it. We've made it. Me and MK, I paid him the money I owed him. I'm not a piece of shit. Thank God. We've amended our relationship. <laughs> that was a great roommate story. I hope that dog's doing well. And uh, Me too. Where can to... we find you at? Yeah, Ahmed? so this is coming out tomorrow. So any anything you got coming up in the next few weeks? Um, oh yeah! So repentance, my monthly show at the Lyric. It is a fantastic show. It's I a will great say. show. It costs eight dollars, but um, I mean, just you've had DM some me. Famous names too, like on yeah, it. we've had huge, huge names. My favorite story was when uh, John Mulaney agreed to be on the show. Oh wow! Did he really? Yeah, that's nuts. And uh, he kind of was. He did that thing where he was like, "I think I can do it." Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, cool. I'll put your name on the flyer." And then it was sold out immediately. This was at UCB Franklin back when the show was there. Oh, yeah. Right. And when Rami and I were hosting it together, and he did, he couldn't come. Oh, man. So Rami and I were backstage before the sh- they're like introing us, and I, we were like, should we tell them like now? And Rami was like, I don't think so. And then we walk out, and the first thing I grabbed the mic, and I was just like, John Mulaney canceled. And literally everyone was like, oh, like it was just this. And they're trapped. They're so (laughs) fucked. And I was like, no refunds. (laughs) But it was a great show. Nice. But yeah, we've had some huge names and it's a great show. But it's. That have actually shown up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, tons of them. Ali Wong, Sarah Silverman, Kyle Kinane has done it. Kyle Kinane. Yeah, fucking great. It's a great show. When's the next one? The 13th. It's every second Wednesday of the month at the Lyric Hyperion. We've got Tim Dillon. um, Nice. Hannah Einbinder. Hot in the biz. Hot in the Hot. biz. What else? Um, my social media is just at Ahmed Weinberg. It's always at Ahmed Weinberg because yeah. that's available. At Ahmed Weinberg. Ahmed. A H A M E D. And um, yeah. And you keep updates. A great social media account. I watch all your stories. I can speak to the oh to the validity. Screaming for cash. We never talked about that. This is the best thing ever. Yeah, we got to. But I do this thing on my Instagram where if you Venmo me money, I will scream in public and tag you in the video of the reaction. <laughs> it's the funniest shit in the world. We've um, done one together at uh, Ikea. Let's and just we say. we got forced to leave. We were kicked out of Ikea. I've been kicked out of Scientology Center, the zoo, and Ikea. Those are my big three. <laughs> 
the big three. So I, I, I had an IKEA uniform, <laughs> and then we can find that. Do you have a YouTube page for that, or is that just on your Insta? It is on my YouTube. There's like a compilation video on my YouTube channel. Love it. Scream for cash, but also yeah, it's on my Instagram. It's in like the so safe funny. stories. Nice. So funny. MK, where can we find you this week? At MK Paulson, Golden Hour Comedy every Sunday night. Love and it. a lot of open mics this week. Uh, yeah, oh, love yeah. it. Uh, Simon Gibson Comedy dot com. Uh, I got to list all my shows. <laughs> this week's actually pretty good. I'm at the Virgil on Friday. Ooh, uh, Motherland Comedy, which is a new show that's pretty fun in Eagle Rock, and then a couple other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, hey MK. This is a great episode. Good app. One more time for Ahmed Weinberg. One more folks. time. Give him a round of applause. Thank you so Ahmed. much. We have a live crowd in here. We do. So they appreciate it. Ahmed, we love you. I love, love you guys. Simi, I love you. MK, love you too. Great pod. We'll see you next week.